Welcome to Open Letters. I'm Owen Clements. Every episode we hear letters read aloud. They might be fiction, they might be non-fiction. They might be to people, places or things. They might never have been sent. They might be to you. This episode is a little earlier than normal uh, because I want to play you an interview I did with Cherry and Ingrid from Salford Zine Library in Manchester. The Zine Library has an exhibition on at the moment called Pen Pals, featuring lots of male art and letters. I saw it last week and it's great and I thoroughly recommend it, but this is its last week, so make sure you go and see it. Uh, Anyway, here's the conversation that we had. So, you can introduce yourself first. Could we? Okay. Well, like you don't want to risk it. Hang <laughs> um, My name's Ingrid, and I'm one of the people who work. That's wrong. I'm. My name's Ingrid, and I'm part of the team at Salford Zine Library. And my name's Terry, and I'm one of the other. <laughs> this, can I start again? <laughs> I want to say like there's, there's four of us. That, there's four of us that run. The Zine Library and me and Ingrid are two of them. Um, the others are over there. Cool. Hi. Yeah, we should say <laughs> yeah. we're at Manchester Crafton Design Centre in their space two. Space two. We're in space two. Space two. What? This place used to be a fish market. Did it? Which is why the Wi-Fi password is um, fish market. <laughs> Just so anyone knows oh. <laughs> if they want to get the free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Steal that Wi-Fi. Um, yeah. So we're in Manchester and. You're running a male art workshop mm-hmm. today. So we've got, uh, this year we've had a series of exhibitions at the Zine Library, and the next one is one that Liz is putting together, um, which is going to be of male art, and it's been like submission-based, in that people can just send us stuff that will then be displayed in the Zine Library. Um, what is male art? I like, pretend I know nothing about anything which is fairly um, <laughs> I, I feel like I'd like start at the beginning and talk about zines yeah. and then talk about like how that feeds into yeah um, so uh, should I just start with like a really basic um, yeah 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 okay so uh, zines there's, there's no really like hard and fast definition of what a, what a zine is but generally it's sort of like a handmade um, magazine um, or comic or booklet or kind of whatever whatever <laughs> I mean does that sound okay yeah I would say that zines are entirely self-produced by someone who wants to write about whatever it is they want to write about and self-distributed so they they generally have quite a small circulation but even even that is kind of relative to whatever it is you're doing Um, there aren't really any rules with with scenes yeah, so so my kind of under, understanding of how how zines and male art, like for me, are really um, uh, you know connected, is that definitely when I started making zines, and I think it's maybe the same for you, Ingrid, is that um, I would send lots of them in the post and swap them with different people that were making zines, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of made friends and, and pen pals and kind of became aware of zine culture through the mail, really, and 
the male. Uh, <laughs> Sounds so strange. Uh, yeah. male and, and maybe now, like that, that kind of element of, of zine culture, definitely how I like engage with it is more through like online stuff yeah. um, and like internet friends or whatever. But but that same. Have you thing. like still kept in touch with anyone that you were you made friends with initially, like through sending out zines? Like I'm trying to think. There's a there's a few people maybe that like I follow on Twitter that I knew from when I was on like um like music message boards uh-huh. that we then kind of uh, sent each other things things through the post. But no one that I'm like still super close with. But then a lot of my friends, you know, like real life friends now, are people that maybe I've read their zines for a long time before I met them yeah. Um, yeah. in person. So I feel like it all kind of like feeds back into each other. Yeah, I think historically, like in the 90s, people would find trade zines on like through like um, music magazines or um, like you know like CFAX mm-hmm. and like the internet in its oh, really like, original form yeah yeah, uh, yeah so a, a, the first people I met that, that really made zines were um, like on the, on the radio John Peel quite a lot of the time he would read people would send him zines and he yeah. would read out people's addresses on the radio and it would be like <laughs> send, send a pound to this address yeah. for copy yeah. So some of the first scenes, definitely the first scenes that I bought, I, I wasn't just like, you know, I didn't stumble upon them, like I, I, I went out of my way to find them, was through that. But then also Teletext, um, so there was like a, so Teletext was like a really, a kind of like the internet. Uh, but on like TV. on the computer, uh, the telly, yeah. Uh, so they were almost like they were kind of like lonely hearts columns. So there was one called The Void, which was just where people could post stuff. I can't remember The Void was the music one. Did you guys I, use no, it? No, like it was. I feel like it was slightly too young to like to get yeah. the full use. Of okay, so there were there were two pages that I definitely. But I used to look at the horoscopes. I used to check uh, the lottery numbers for yeah, my dad, I did. and then I, there was the void, and there was something else. But so so people could just like upload. Yes, yeah, so you could send a message. How would you send a message? Uh, to no, no, no. This is pre-text. Like pre-text I feel like message. you would have to send yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if you maybe like rang up and said it in, on a voicemail. Or I can't remember. But so basically, what I, I wouldn't post them, but I would go on there and read them. Um, so lots of people would post like. I really love this band. I'm trying to collect all of the singles, or I want some yeah. pictures of them. It would be like I need to collect every picture of Brian Molko ever published in any magazine. <laughs> Here's my address. You um, did that? No, no, that was like the oh, kind of thing that people would post. Um, so I met a lot of friends through that, and then like my early experience of using like music message boards was the same kind of thing. And it was like, oh, I really love this. And then I became pen pals with people through that, and I was pen pals with a guy called Paul who lived in Germany, and he, he kind of really wanted to be pen pal so he could practice his English, and we liked loads of the same band, so it was quite cool, because most of the time we just sent each other mixtapes, and there wasn't that much conversation going on, and then he uh, won a competition to, I mean, I feel like I don't know if I should say the name of the band, because it's too embarrassing, but... He won some tickets in a competition to yeah. go and see this band, and he was on German radio, uh, like accepting his prize. Um, and he sent me a tape of the, the recording of him on the radio, yeah. and he said hi to me on the radio. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I, what I'm a not, lovely thing to do. I'm not in touch with him anymore. I don't know. Oh. I don't know where he is. I don't know if I can even remember his surname. So yeah, that seems quite sad. <laughs> like zines and by extension, like pen pals, like come out of just like shared interests, really. Like Definitely, trying yeah. to like from like pre-internet 
sometimes when you'd be trying to like search for your community and search for like like-minded people when it's crazy to think like um, like my mind starts to hurt a bit like thinking about the internet and how useful it's been in like making the connections yeah. so much easier to find yeah. so much I think like I feel like some places like to make hot takes about how the internet has broken the idea of analogue things but we've seen it's definitely made it stronger I think and made it live longer because the internet is for people who don't live close together who have similar interests and that's exactly what zines were and are and actually it's quite common to even now see people saying oh here's my new zine sending closed cash through the post to get the zine and then they'll post you the zine and my zines are per zines so it's kind of personal and like letters anyway and so it's quite common for per zines just to trade zines um, through the post and most people a lot of them I'm still pen pals with and most people who've ever read them or um traded with me we're actually still friends because of the nature of the content of the zines yeah. I think yeah. do a lot of people like do people get in touch with you after they read your zines yeah. like they might not have known you before. yeah like I, I have had letters after the, they've received the zine and they've responded by letter and it's quite common for me to read a per zine and then what, write to them that's yeah. how I would respond to it yeah 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 I think that's because it's per zines are personal and so a letter is that personal way of responding in a similar way to reading a Percy. Yeah, like a letter is like a zine, but just for one person. Yeah. Like a and it's, for yeah. one person. Yeah. Percy for, for one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, let me think what else I was going to ask you. and uh, Teletext was created in the 70s, so... Really? What? That seems wild. That's... Yeah. Um, you know who loves Teletext? She's not here. Is Selena? So Selena, who makes yeah. um, sugar paper zine, she's well, she's a bit older than me. Yeah. So her Teletext story is even wilder. <laughs> and I think Holly and did Holly and Selena meet? Through I think they met Teletext. Either through Teletext or, or, or from like Smash Hits or some yeah. magazine like that. Yeah, it was it was definitely um, yeah. Um, Holly and Selena are both amazing and make brilliant things <laughs> and are still like really good really mates. Good yeah, and still making uh, things together. All thanks to Tony uh, Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I'm sure that's some kind of story. Yeah, maybe it was right. Right. To use yeah interactive teletext, right? To use interactive teletext, the user calls a special telephone number with the regular telephone. The computer then instructs the user to go to a certain teletext page. So you'd phone up work. like their computer. You wouldn't even speak oh, to a yeah. real person. You'd like just get you like an automated a... yeah. thing and then I don't know, it's bizarre when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um what was I meant to ask you this right at the start but I forgot. But what was the last letter that you both sent? <laughs> I feel like yours would be better than mine. You say yours first, then. You don't have to share anything you don't want to share. Oh, no, I I sent a postcard Uh last week. And so the the picture on the postcard, it was a postcard I bought in Edinburgh. And it was um, from the portrait gallery. Uh, The photo on the other side was of a woman um, digging peat. And she's uh, got... She's wearing like, I know she's in her pants, it's maybe like a swimsuit, and then she's got a blouse, yeah. and she's got Wellington boots, and like a hair tied up, and then a big dirty spade in her hand, and there's like peat all over her legs. 
and so I didn't write that much on the back of it. But I feel like I can't say what I wrote because it seems that's okay. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was to your friend or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did you send it from Edinburgh or did you yeah. just buy it? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I like to like buy paper copies from somewhere and then like save it for like ages. I, I did and buy ages some for and myself then... and save them. Like <laughs> that, I feel like I never want to send them. Yeah. Um, and Ingrid, what about so you? My last one was a postcard as well. Uh-huh. Um, I sent a postcard to my friend Pet. She just handed in her PhD. Oh. So I said, Well done, you're amazing. And I stuck loads of star stickers on it. That's pretty much all I said. Pet's the best. She makes scenes as well. Yeah, she yeah, does, actually. And when she sent me her first Perzine, I was like compelled to write her a letter like the minute I put it down. Do you guys and know each other from Live Journal? Or kind I of think era? just the internet, but we were yeah. both on Live Journal. Most of the scenes were on Live Journal as well. Um, I wasn't. Well, like most Persians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and oh yeah, on the other side of the postcard was like a logo from that like design thing, whatever forever. Is it Sarah M. Lyons does like pins and oh, shit yeah, like that thing? Yeah, whatever forever. Whatever forever. I don't know that. Like of two hands. Just going um, whatever. Yeah. And that was the postcard. Cool, so you both sent postcards, which is pretty... Do you send letters regularly to anybody as well? You send more letters than I do. Yeah, I, I send loads of letters, yeah. and it's not a big deal for me to send posts. It's fun, like, yeah. I've got loads of pen pals. Yeah. Um, I've kind of gone through different periods of having, like, lots of people that I wrote to regularly, and then, like, not writing at all. And, then, yeah. and I maybe kind of just send posts, but I don't think I write... I don't have many, like, current pen pals. Yeah, it's easy think. to get into the habit, I think, of yeah. just, like, letting the correspondence drop. But, like, I love emailing, and I do oh, have really? a lot of... And some of them are pen pals, actually, that have turned into more, like, email friends. Yeah. I think I prefer emailing at the moment. What Sometimes, do you prefer yeah. about emails, too? Uh, like I don't like my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the main reason. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you can get as... Like, because whenever I email, I feel like I have to keep it... Like short, like I have to like be quite terse I, emails. I like writing really long. Just really long ones. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of them. So a lot of the email threads I have that are like ongoing. So I have one with two friends, um, one who lives in Canada and one who lives in America. So and we we've, we've had it the same thread for, for a long, long time. And we both, we all sort of dip in and out of it whenever. So there's been times when there's been like two of us having the conversation yeah. and the other one's just in the loop. But maybe we're just busy for a couple of months yeah. and, and and that kind of turns into something. And we started that kind of as a writing project yeah. uh, that we all got to know each other through the internet um, and through like doing writing things and then being like, hey, we're all kind of like cool girls doing similar yeah. things but in different parts of the world. Let's just chat about that and see if it turns into if it turns into something. And yeah. actually what it turned into was just like having this really nice online friendship. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. it kind of it's, enough. Yeah. It's good having it like archived as well. I love the idea of being able to like, go back through yeah. and see the entire like history of the conversation. Yeah. 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 Well. I, I was reading something recently and it was about um Harry was it was like a, a kind of older writer who um oh no, I can't remember who it was but it was someone saying like um throughout their writing career they'd always they'd always kept like all of their correspondence like photocopies and stuff yeah. because they knew that they were going to be famous and, and they just kept all this stuff in a box and then at some point in the 90s someone was like 
um, and I think it was in like 1995 or there was like a specific year and they were like this is the year um, you know this, this kind of like crossover will happen and you should now just print out all of your um, emails like any email that is that you would kind of keep a copy of that letter um, and of course no one was, was going to do that but I, I'm really really interested in that idea of people then publishing like email conversations yeah. or the way that then emails become this like archive where letters maybe would have been at yeah. some point yeah. like um, you might start seeing collected editions yeah. like a writer's I mean like when, when we you know like, I don't know will we, will we publish our you know like like, I suppose people publish their tweets and that's kind of yeah awful. like there's a few like <laughs> yeah there's some like publishing houses that like like emails or like selected emails yeah. I think there's a lot, lot more emphasis on like editing it down a bit yeah. more than, than maybe would be um, there's, a, there's a really really amazing book uh, that, that's come out fairly recently um, that's email conversation between Kathy Acker and Mackenzie Walk. So <laughs> Mackenzie Walk, um, I think, has, has edited it and, and put yeah. it out. I'm not, I'm not sure though, actually. So they kind of uh, they, they they met uh, once and then they have this kind of like back and forth for a few months, um, and it's really beautiful because you see them both. As, as writers and you can kind of recognise their work in these emails but then also you see them as human beings and you see like Kathy Acker's written this email that's just like uh, so you know like we had sex once and now I feel kind of weird and I don't really know how to talk to you and of course she's just like a human being and she's doing that normal things that she's doing um, but the book is called um, I'm Very Into You and it's so good like I feel like that's, that's the only thing I want from a book because it has this kind of like back and forth and uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but having said that actually I, w- I think I would hate it if someone else printed my like if I didn't have control else. over that you know I don't know how I feel about my side of that being yeah. used yeah I don't know yeah like because when you send a letter you lose control over it and yeah. like I could read out someone else's letter yeah, but like the amount, of stuff I, the amount of stuff I've written in letters, I probably don't even remember it now. And someone still has that like tucked away, just like in their shelf. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I have so many like discarded like pen pals and like because I would get pen pals from like so many different magazines. Mm-hmm. So I. Put a call out in SFX magazine, you know, the sci fi magazine. Oh, I, used to look I was like, it's so bad as well. I was like, I don't know how to phrase this, but I was like, Leela seeks fry, you must know about Buffy and Angel. And then one person, and you put it your address as well. And one person replied, and he sent me yeah, the creepiest passport photo of. Someone I yeah, oh because And he was so creepy, and I I didn't know what to do, and I didn't want to not reply, but I just sent him a letter breaking him down gently, like breaking oh, it gently. Nice. That like so yeah, that I that I put that I put that advert in a long time before they printed it yeah. and in that time I've got so many pen pals that that, that I can't oh, commit yeah. to another pen pal but the real reason was he looked like a serial killer <laughs> in the passport photo and he said in his letter oh I'll send you a passport photo I hope it doesn't scare you off I was like oh I wonder how many times he'd done that I yeah. checked with my best friend before I did that and she's like yeah no you shouldn't reply to this guy he's creepy um, um, I do quite like getting yeah. like other things in with a letter, like yeah. you might get a letter and like a photograph or like yeah. you know like loads of ephemera. Um, something that, that we used to do, I suppose, like when I was a, a teenager, so like um, 
like late 90s, early early 2000s, we'd do like a mixtape thing and the idea would be that you would put your absolute favourite song on a mixtape and then you would send it to the next person. So everyone would put their favourite song on it. So in theory, you would come, like there would be the, the best mixtape. It's like a chain letter with a mixtape. Yeah. And they never worked, of course. Um, <laughs> and they and always like stole that one person. Yeah. Who would, like, yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I remember always being like quite early on in the tape, but I think if I'd been further through, maybe I would have kept the tape because I would have been like, it's half a really good tape. Yeah. You know? uh, That's so what happened, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, what about chain? Did you ever get any chain letters? I remember getting one. Oh, I used to be so into it. Really? Yeah, we used to do loads of like yeah. chain ones where you send someone a chocolate bar and you're supposed to get like 46 bars of chocolate in return. They were always it's like a pyramid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but also, the, did you get the one where it was like you had to buy someone a pair of pants? <laughs> yeah, it was a girl one, obviously. Like, you had, to, you had to buy someone a pair of pants and then like write your name and your size. Yeah. And then, like, you would get, like, I don't know, 50 pairs of pants and in then the sell right them size. to an anonymous middle aged man. <laughs> I know, but also, like, it is like a pyramid scheme, isn't it? But they know, and they never work, I suppose. Yeah. Like, pyramid scheme. If you don't pass it on, a ghost will get your yeah. family. Those are the ones that I'm thinking yeah. about. Like, they're evenings, aren't they? But yeah. I definitely remember getting ones. Yeah, we did get them threatened. Like, in, like, yeah, primary yeah, school, yeah, it was like physical letters, I felt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was scary. You said you had pen pals, like quite a few pen pals. Are they all in the UK or are they like around the world? You have like international pen pals. Uh, yeah, I have international pen pals. I had a lot of British pen pals when I was a kid because of like British magazines would have pen pal sections. I don't know if they still do that. But I have, I had a couple, and then I added them on Facebook when we got when Facebook came out, and yeah. then I don't know, I was sort of like stopped writing to them then, and then now I've got international pen pals. There's some really cool pen pal. Um, I'm just gonna say now, don't include this in the podcast. <laughs> um, I can't. I have to just like shut my eyes when I'm talking, otherwise I can't concentrate. Um, um, there's some really cool places to get pen pals now. Um, I've got pen pals from the Letter Writers Alliance, which is international. It's based in the US. You pay, I think, like $5 for a lifetime membership, yeah. and you can get as many pen pals as you like. But it used to be a bit kind of random, and I got some pen pals that I didn't really have anything in common with, but now they're a bit more, they're a bit better at matching you up with like minded people now. Yeah. What's the postcard one that you do? There's post crossing. Yeah. I've done that and I and I did get into it but then I kind of I think the most exciting part about that is that you press a button and you just get like a random address yeah. from anywhere in the world. But actually receiving the postcards isn't necessarily that exciting. There's not a it's lot a of bit. like content there, I feel like. Because yeah. people like yeah. aren't writing to a, they're not writing to you, they're just writing to any random Yeah, like or, some of it's a bit generic, like you can tell they've like yeah. come up with a phrase that they send everyone yeah. telling them about their hometown or something mm-hmm. um, there's been people where I've wanted to be their pen pal after sending them post or receiving a post crossing yeah. postcard and it's hard to do that on there it's a bit more like anonymous yeah. and like it's not a long lasting connection I don't think do you think you prefer I mean every choice I don't know I don't know what I was going to say do you prefer like having a meaningful like longer connection but which yeah. obviously I mean obviously it depends on the person yeah I do I do definitely yeah 
but then sometimes it peters out. I've had pen pals where you just run out of things to say, yeah, and it has to take one person just to sort of be like, yeah, I'm not going to send another letter to this person. Yeah. Or maybe they just got their letter lost in the post and they think I'm the person. That that terrifies oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Got, like lost letters. Yeah. Not that I've got, ever got anything important that really needs to get to somebody, but it still really worries me. Like that there are these it does happen. thousands of letters. I like, just where are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Let me find it. Okay. So. Um, so the current exhibition at the Zine Library is. It's about pen pals. Um, and basically we have, because we apply for some Arts Council funding for a series of events called 2006 Zine, which we haven't really promoted that name as much as you could have done, but like that's really what it's all about. It's like a year of exhibitions and events. Um, and um, Liz Murray-Jones is the creator, that's not me. I'm not taking the credit. Um, and it's about celebrating the magic of getting zines and making friends via the post. Uh, it's been submission-based, and it starts on the 12th of November, 2016, until, I think, like, the first week of December, and then the exhibition yeah. changes yeah. to um, what I'm doing about per zines. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um So, yeah, this one's about mail art and post, basically. Can people still submit things? Like, wow, Yeah, there's no reason why you can't yeah. still submit things and throughout the exhibition, and um, the exhibition's on for a month. We've got a postal address. Yeah, it is quite important that you send things to the Zine Library postal address, which is different to the... The actual address of the, the library. Yeah, actually, because the library's not out in our building. We haven't got control of the post there. Um, so I could tell you the address. It's um, 40 Jutland House, 15 Jutland Street, Manchester, M1, 2BE. Um, and that's where the submissions need to go. Um, but we're also on like Twitter and all of that sort of yeah. thing. And what's the website? Salfordzinelibrary.co.uk, basically. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, it says early entries could be featured in the zine that will accompany the exhibition, so you probably missed a chance of that. So hopefully you will be copies of a zine about yeah, mail art as well. I didn't know that actually. <laughs> no, I didn't. But yeah, cool. brand yeah. new information. Excellent. And if people want to visit the zine library, Salford Zine Library, it's at Nexus Cafe. Yeah, it's at Nexus Art Cafe, which is um, um, in the northern quarter. I would like to be able to tell you the street, but I can't remember. Uh, Dale Street. Dale Street. Yeah, and um, it's down some stairs. It's literally a door on the street, and it's down some stairs, and then you go into the cafe, and then you go like around the cafe, around the like corner. Past the bar bin. Yeah, past the like bar where. Yeah, it's a bit like if you if you've never been there before, you might feel a bit daunted or confused and don't just try and find it it's, <laughs> it's going to be okay be yeah be confident it's definitely in there and it's like nice when you get in there and it's open when the cafe is open and the opening hours are pretty decent I think they open late some nights yeah is it like yeah and they're open on Saturdays and Sundays which is good yeah so it's open every day and you can spend as long there as you want um, and we generally say if you do want to take any of the zines out like into the cafe yeah. and have a cup of tea mm. that's cool as long as you put things back you know we're yeah. happy to do whatever they want really yeah, yeah it's all run on submissions um, we're all volunteers um, so it's all like goodwill and 
and like let's be nice to the zines let's type thing. Let's be nice. You, mean, yeah. you should adopt that as a slogan. Let's be nice to the zines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, and yeah, we actually have a mini post box in the zine library where you can submit your zine. Oh, cool. If you don't want to post it through the post and you're physically in the so zine library. Bring it along. I think that was because people did sometimes leave them in the zine library and then we didn't know they were new. We need, we try and catalogue them now. So, yeah, we've got it's like a miniature post box which is decorated by Polly Richards, who's an illustrator based in Manchester. <laughs> awesome, thank you. Do you very want much. us to talk about your fuzzing? Oh, yeah, do you want you don't have to. Don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess if anyone makes a perzine or wants to make a perzine, because it doesn't have to be someone who knows what they're doing, it can be someone who's doing it for the first time, then get in touch. And uh, you could email me. And my email address is mythologisingme at gmail.com. It's mythologising with an S, which is the UK spelling, but international submissions are accepted. Ding! The next letter uh, in this episode is addressed to me. Um, it's from my brother. It's in a brown envelope. I'm just going to open it now, so just bear with me. Um, so there are a couple of different things in the envelope. There's um, two instant photos, Instax photos, um, which are like the the instant, uh, kind of like the Polaroids, but a little bit smaller, credit card sized. Um, and one of them is of a building uh, with a tree in front of it. There's quite a lot of sky in the photo and the picture's quite whited out. I assume it's of somewhere in Bristol, which is where my brother lives. Um, the other instant photo is of a hand and in front of the hand there's a candle flame and it's kind of illuminating the hand in red. There's a lot of dark in the photo. Um, and then there's a third photo, which is the, the regular size that you, you get photos in, like four by six, I think it is. Um, and it's of a telegraph pole, kind of taken from the base of the pole, looking up, and there are wires kind of crisscrossing up across the photo. It's in black and white, I think it's a black and white film. And on the back it says, this is a clue about your birthday present. Um, so then there's also a fold of kind of white paper and on the back there's a red wax seal um, I'm going to come back to that at the end and go straight to the letter though uh, which is on brown paper um, so there's a sticker on it as well it's the sticker at the top has got written on it 21st of the 11th uh, 2014 7.27pm and 3rd of the 12th 2014 9.37pm which is when I assume my brother was writing this letter Dear Owen V pleased to receive your letter today. It has indeed been too long since we last corresponded, though I'm fairly sure it was my turn to write to you. I definitely owe you a letter, is my point. Here it is. I'm feeling pretty good lately. Work is pretty much just how I want it, with four days a week, and being able to do more for the running of the improv theatre is nice. I'm totally going to get business cards for it. I am trustee slash general secretary, which is of the most important job. How are things at the library? Was your kid's comic book workshop successful? What comics are you reading at the moment? I just finished Azarello's Wonder Woman run, which was great, but feels like it will be ignored slash retconned pretty quickly. I'm looking forward to seeing you and the rest of the schmucks at, well, near Christmas. 
I have everyone's presents sorted now, which is nice, and I also learned how to play extreme charades, which I'll have to teach to the whole family. In an exciting development, my Lomo instant camera finally turned up. It's very cool, though I'm still getting the hang of it. I'll include a couple of my first attempts with this letter. I'm trying to do more reading at the moment. Can you recommend me a book? I'm currently in the middle of Metro 2033, which is quite nice, atmospheric, also Russian. I've sort of run out of things to say, so I'll keep this one short. Yours, Stephen. So the other thing included in the letter is, uh, like I said, this white envelope, and it's got a wax seal on it, which um, my brother stamped with an S, which is the initial of his first name. So I'll just open this one up, um, and inside there's just one small piece of paper, and it says, I collected my post this morning as I left the flat. There was just one envelope addressed to me, which I opened as I walked down the street. It was a Christmas card signed, From Grandma, and I nearly cried. Then I put the card in my bag and forgot about it until I wrote this. So the Christmas card my brother received was from Grandma and, um, and not Pop, who was my grandfather who died. Um, must have been a couple of months before Stephen sent this letter. And... Um, it really affected me uh, receiving this from my brother and really made me think how just the small omission of somebody's name from a letter or a card can uh, can bring up um, certain feelings and emotions um, and we'll leave it there for today There'll be new episodes of Open Letters every two weeks. We hope you like them. Please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes. You can get in touch by emailing openletterspodcast at gmail.com. If you're happy for your correspondence to be read out on the podcast, please mark it OK for podcast. You can follow Open Letters on Twitter. We're at Open Letters. That's O-P-N letters. So miss out the E in open. Open Letters is recorded at Studio 12 in Leeds Central Library. Production assistance from Claire Defield. Thanks to Hyde Park Book Club and Jack Simpson. Anyway, that's everything. We hope you're well. See you soon. P.S. I'd like to invite you to the next Open Letters evening on Tuesday 13th of December at 7.30pm. It's in Leeds in the United Kingdom at Hyde Park Book Club. We'll have people reading all kinds of letters. Bring along something if you'd like to read. See you there.